How's it going? It's a shitty night tonight. I have two tables, all black people, so I know I'm not making no tips. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, look over there. I have two tables. They're all black. I'm working for free tonight. No, I, I mean, are you being seriously that racist? What? But you don't know that I got to tip you. Yes, I do. So just because they're black? I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person. Not once. Yeah, first of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Then shut up, asshole. Dig it, what's good, man? It's your big brother. Lupe. Long time coming. It's like the future meets the future of the future. You heard? Just some of that laid back. Light up that non chomper. Let it marinate. You know? Some of that make you wonder. Make you ponder. What's here? Most likely what's beyond it. It's a beautiful thing. This gon' be a fine ride, see it in my mind's eye Black man in the white man's world, blind side Sweeter than key lime pies, look how fast the time flies Where you going to be when the party's over and wine dries? Yeah, we got nine lives, but they got nine knives We gon' get one chance, and they get nine tries Tell you that dime's flying, baby girl's a fine prize All I see is money when I look inside this dime's eyes Life's a bitch, I'll be rich if I make her cry Tears of tissue turns to money If you let it dry Increase my worth if she get hurt I'll make a fortune if she dies Take her off of that machine I'll benefit from her demise Damn, that's how we are Take a life, then buy out the bar so let's Nigga, you ain't live it You witnessed it From your folks pad You scribble in your Notepad and created your life. <laughs> I showed you your first tech on tour with Large Professor. Then <laughs> <laughs> I heard your album about your tech on the dresser. So, yeah, I sampled your voice. You was using it wrong. You made it a hot lie. I made it a hot song. When these streets keep calling, heard it when I was asleep. That this gay Z and Cockefeller Records wanted beef? Started cocking up my weapon, slowly loading up this ammo to explode it on a camel and his soldiers I can handle. This for Dolo and his manuscript just sounds stupid. When KRS already made an album called Blueprint. Hey! Welcome to the Black Guy Who Took Podcast with the host Rod and Karen. And we got Jay and Nas in the house ready to finish their battle uh, for co-host. Uh, we got my man Justin. Say what's up to everybody, Jay. Uh, what's up, everybody? And we got my man Will. What's up, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're back just uh, for episode 70 now. Um, oh yeah! Oh, you getting up there? Yeah, yeah we're, we're old. old. We're starting to feel old. 
I know, man. I got to get back to the wide ball, get more in shape. I know. We got um, arthritis and me being gay now. Just like y'all baby, so, you know, y'all get in the house more. <laughs> uh, they say couples need to talk every day, you know, so we able to turn it into something that works for us. Um, so don't forget, you guys, you can leave uh, comments on the show. Just go to Podomatic.com, iTunes, or Facebook. Search for The Black Guy Who Tips, and you can either leave comments on each episode or just drop us a review on iTunes. And uh, we will read it. We will respond to it. We do episodes on Saturday now uh, just to respond to our fans and uh, give our uh, feedback to your feedback. So uh, make sure you call the show. Um, number 704-557. And I think I dropped the number somewhere. <laughs> Let me look this shit up on Skype. I don't know it like I don't know the house number. You know, I don't call, I don't memorize. Yeah, but what's your home number? Wait a minute, let me click my phone. <laughs> I'll give the number later. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, call the show. No, bad, you should have memorized it by now. Look at another episode. Program. Yeah, this is your first episode. You should already know. Uh, it's programmed in the phone. Uh, I'll just wait for it to come up with Potomatic. But um, you can also uh, make sure that you can copy the player from Potomatic, put it in your Facebook status, and you can actually play it from your Facebook page. So people can, your friends can see it, you can share it, and that's a good way to grow and to get more fans. And uh, that number is 704-557-0186. So, uh, you know, give the show a call, leave us a voicemail. Some people have already done this so far, so much this, uh, this week, and we're going to cool. definitely respond back to them on uh, Saturday. And, um, you know, we appreciate it, man. And uh, don't forget also that the unofficial sport of the podcast is... Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. And <laughs> the official weapon of the podcast is... A taser. All right. So, um, y'all ready to get into some podcasting? Hell I yeah. Am. Yeah. Um, man, so I was talking to this person at work, and... We were talking. We were talking about cartoons and stuff, and they were like, "Oh man, you know, the old cartoons was whack, man. I mean, the new cartoons is whack. The old cartoons is where it was at." So I decided that from time to time on this podcast, I'm gonna go back and revisit some of the the cartoons that we grew up with, some of the classics. Yeah, because uh, I, I think I watch a lot of old cartoons, and some of them was good, but some of them are terrible. We just loved them because we were five. I was going to say, you know, back in the day, right? Yeah. Most of them are terrible. Yeah. They're racist. <laughs> yeah. They're not meant yeah. for adults, though, man, because you know back when in the day, you, you knew you thought it was the hotness. And now that what people fail to realize is that most cartoons, even today, are written over children's head. My favorite cartoon is SpongeBob SquarePants. This nigga got a job. This nigga works. I'm five. I don't know nothing about a job. Working at Krusty Krab, flipping burgers. So a lot of the topics are way above the children's head, but because it's slapstick, children go ha ha ha. But at the end of the day, most adults get it, understand the concept more than children. Yeah, adults understand that that's a gay marriage that they, <laughs> and apparently they can't live together because of the society are underwater. So Patrick got to live in his own house. And SpongeBob got to live in his own house. They obviously in love. You don't never so really you see them. They can't just be bros. No, they no. they hoe bros. They, they, they dating each other. <laughs> <laughs> they dating each other. Nothing wrong with that. Okay, it's nothing wrong with them dating each other. No, they ain't gay. I just wanted yeah. to clarify that. And it's <laughs> obvious. It's obvious that Patty is a lesbian. I don't know why people <laughs> don't pick up on this, but she's a squirrel that lives underwater. And has to wear a suit to go out, man. She's obviously running from something. And whoops all the men's ass on the show. Yeah, yeah. she's obviously she, she's the strongest thing on there. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't Anyway. But SpongeBob did because they actually had an episode when they had they was taking care of a baby. What that taught me was that uh, conservative people are really fucking stupid. Because, like, how are you going to watch that episode of all the episodes? That's the first one you go, hey, I think this is a little gay. <laughs> like, man, they 200 episodes in. You've been letting your kid watch this shit and you got a problem with it now? Anyway, um,. So I was like, let's let's take a look at Captain Planet. I don't know if everybody remembers Captain Planet. Yeah, I definitely I do. don't remember. You know, Captain Planet was the greatest. Yeah, Captain Planet, he's, he's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. Gonna help him put aside the guys who like to the moon and plunder. You'll pay for this, Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> now let me ask you though, did you recycle? Hell yeah. <laughs> but she knew the words. Yeah. As soon as that show went off, everybody went right back to normal. <laughs> Throwing their trash on the rock. Throwing their garbage out the window. I used to like house. how they used to have at the end they had an honorary planetary. Yeah. Like they'll just like they'll show somebody doing something like throwing trash on the ground in the park and then like somebody'll come up to them and be like, Hey, you shouldn't do that. That's and then, not right. Yeah. You should protect the earth. Yeah. And, and then one of the planeteers or Captain Planet will come up to him and be like, you know, yeah, we never throw trash on the ground. We put it in the trash can or the recycling bin. I wonder how many kids walked up to somebody in the park and said that and then got slapped. Yeah. <laughs> what you say to me, nigga? Heart. Beat <laughs> <laughs> <Eat> his ass. Remind <laughs> that episode of Step Brothers when they made her eat the um the dog poop. He made it eat the white dog poop. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you saying something and, and, to me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the thing about Captain Planet, man, he had the worst things. It's like you pour acid rain on him and he'll have to disappear. He yeah. He was the you most. Throw, you spray oil on him and this nigga just lose all his power. He was the most bitch made superhero. <laughs> yes, Every single episode was the same. And this is what I was trying to get at when I said our cartoons weren't that much better than this shit. It's really not that much difference between like Power Rangers and whatever the fuck we Voltron or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I so, like love Power Rangers. Exact same yeah. shit. Yeah. I just want to be a Power Ranger, man. So like when you see uh, when you see somebody like Captain Planet get oil on them, have to have he always would get oil on them, the sludge something, yeah. and then the kids would be like, "Oh, Captain Planet, we're trying to help you," and he'd be like, "I need to go back into y'all rings and recharge." So he would disappear back into their rings. They will always be on their own without no help from Captain Planet. They get trapped or something. Try to use their rings to like uh, to, to charge them up again. That never worked. And then then like they'll they'll finally get loose on their own without the power of their rings. Get outside. Summon Captain Planet. Captain Planet come back. Whoop everybody ass. Yeah, that nigga come back after the day just gone. Yeah, <laughs> like he just wanted a superhero. Yeah, <laughs> do the least amount of work would take the most amount of credit. Yeah, he's like nigga, this is my show. He just show up at the end, dude. He's the and then remember when they got real corny and they made the um the fake captain is like Captain Pollution. Yes. No, <laughs> no. Captain Pollution. All he was was Captain Planet with different color schemes. Yeah. Did he have a cape? Uh, no, no, no. nobody had a planet. No. I mean, he might as well have been wearing. He was flaming. He <laughs> yeah. should have been wearing something. But yo, he was he was the worst man. He was the weakest. And then like um the the powers that they had was Earth, 
Water, earth, fire, wind, wind water, fire, and hearts. hearts. Oh, it was hard. You know, you know the, the earth and fire and wind, water, I get that, dog. Yeah. They should have just kept that shit in four people. Yeah. Be like, hey, hey, we got another person. Uh, what power should we give them? You had a gay dude in the background. What about heart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, no. Mate, the dude who had the heart, was from like Brazil. He was the smallest one in the crew. Yep. Mm-hmm. His power was like he could use heart to like talk to animals yeah. and stuff. <laughs> and then um, he would he would always be he had his own little pet monkey, and he would always be the one that was like holding up the crew. <laughs> they be like, we gotta hurry up and get through the jungle. And Matt, wait up! Oh, my powers just aren't as good as everybody else's. <laughs> like, like they fighting off the bad guys. Like fire burns them down. Oh, wind! Let's blow everybody around. Heart. Make all the Everybody fuckers jump out the trees. <laughs> <and attack. laughs> yeah. You know what? <laughs> he summoned heart and some animals started attacking. Them animals were getting shot. Yeah. Man, first of all, the animals never... He never used heart the way that we would. Well, like, if I caught, had the power to talk to, like, a rhino, I'm going to be like, go over there and run that motherfucker over. And he would do, like, we can't get into this door. Let me summon the elephant, the uh, elephant, to lift the door with his trunk. Like... Word. Is that all you go? It's all kinds of lions and shit in the jungle. <laughs> you go after the shit that don't hurt nobody. <laughs> he was a southeast. Did they have um, one nationality for each? Uh, of course. Pretty much. Of like course. Power Rangers yeah, it was yeah. racist. It was racist. Yeah. They had the average dude. It wasn't racist. It was, it was unified. Oh, so they went to each country. Yeah, yeah, yeah they did. Because the, the white the girl from Russia. Yeah. The black Lincoln people was from, from Russia. Gee was from Asia. The white boy uh, from White dude was from America. like Brooklyn, North Carolina. New York. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was in Brooklyn, North Carolina. You making stuff up? He was from like Brooklyn, New York. And uh, of course, he was the dumb one. Which is very stereotypical. But he was the one that didn't. He, he never. First of all, how the fuck this nigga get in the planters and don't care about the environment? <laughs> like, he never. The, every episode starts with him doing some dumb shit. Like, hey, I'm just going to throw this match into the forest. They're like, don't do that. <laughs> You're going to burn down the whole forest. Remind you of black people. We just show up. <laughs> yeah. What we want to show and he was white though Wheeler Wheeler was his name and the black dude was named Kwame and he was from Africa <laughs> and his course. power was Earth and of course he had the heavy African accent so it was just I don't know man I wasn't feeling that cartoon um, in hindsight but when it was on I did used to watch it I did too who had fire? Um, fire was Wheeler mm-hmm. of course the American can destroy that's what yeah. he used fire for <laughs> so and he was redhead so yeah it was just that cartoon in general, though, I like. It was a real stupid cartoon with well, the same plot. It, but then we'll sit around, look at these kids watching like Pokemon, and be like, "How can you watch that shit?" <laughs> I like Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I, I know you do. My so. point exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My point. Um, all right. So speaking of cartoon animals and creatures. Bad Girls Club came on last night. Of course, of course. Island, Did both of y'all watch it? Or? I, I watched okay, it. Okay, cool. Because I, I, I breezed through it like before y'all got here while I was watching it. But I was also preparing notes. So some stuff I'm sure slipped by me. But Bro, I'm glad got, y'all watched it. We got it. you. Because there's okay. some shit. All right. So um, from the beginning, of course, uh, they, they were building up the whole Danielle is breaking down. Yep. And I don't understand what is it about the Bad Girls Club? Do they think that that is Survivor? Do they think they're supposed to kick somebody out every week? Man, they made it a game. I can't like how did that become a sport? <laughs> like it's not even in the script. Like it's not even like okay, listen, this week we got a challenge, and this if you can get a yeah, if you can like get immunity, you can do such as a, it's none of that. It's just two. It's just random bitches like 
Okay, we kicked two people out. Next. The thing is, they proud of it like they achieved, like, like I was like walking across stage. Yeah. With a diploma or something, like, yes. Like, I what, did it, mama, I did it. <laughs> what is that goal? Is that goal to be this, like, we got two people in the house. Like, like Oxygen ain't about to call in the next two bitches they did get. <laughs> The final call the first time. And just pull them into the house. That's the level never... of their intelligence. They, they mind can only see exactly what's in front of them. Well, no, this, I think what it was is they want to get all the people out of the house that aren't cool with them. And they were hoping that when they get new people in the house, they'll just run those people and everything. Well, That's here's the thing, though. The reason the they're not cool with them is because they tried to run them. So, like, and their plan is to get new people in so they can and, run them. and immediately be belligerent to them because they're not even, like... Being smooth and cunning with it, they're just straight up like. Soon as you get out the out the car, they're like, "Don't talk to them. Look at these bitches. Oh my god, I hate them. Why the fuck do you live here? Get out of my house!" And then they be like, "I don't know why they don't like us. They're weak." I mean, see, my thing is with the show, man. I used to think Leah was the only half decent, respectable one, but man, Leah's a dumbass. I thought she was the one that you know is her own person. Don't fuck with other people. You know about doing her shit, but. Man, she don't do she don't do nothing but follow the whole time. It's like, well, I'm cool with Cat because she tops in the house. I'm gonna be cool with her. Well, Cat's gone. Well, let me be buddy up. She wasn't running in the streets and acting a damn fool and doing all this shit before. Yeah. But man, she was just. She kept Brandy on her side because Brandy kept tearing shit up in the house. Yep. And she was like, let me be friends with who I think is the craziest and shellless one in the house. The thing, the thing about Leah, though, it's about all the girls. All the girls. I say this every episode that we cover. I'll say it again. They all look sane when they're in that fucking room. When you're in the little room by yourself camera. and you're talking to the confessional. Hair all done up. Yeah. Not them two. Not them two. But no, they, they, they weren't by themselves though. Notice. <laughs> I want you to notice something. Every time they go in there together, they do some crazy shit. They go in there by themselves and they're always composed like, well, I was thinking it was going to be a good day. So I said, hey, why don't we go down to the beach? We can have tens and I have a free ticket to the salon. And you're like, oh, cool, man. And then you see these bitches later, and it's like fighting people on the sand, cussing each other out, throwing stuff, talking about how they're going to take over the house. It's like, no, you are not a sane person. Don't let crazy fool you, because when crazy by itself, it seems kind of normal. What's hilarious is that after every episode they have, they run home and get naked. Dude. So, I've never seen less clothes on a show. That's that why I don't know why more dudes don't watch the show. Yeah, I don't get that. Like somebody tried to, they was like, "Yo, man, you mad gay?" So I just took a picture of the screen, sent it to him. Was like, "Yeah, man, if that's gay, then I guess I'm gonna be gay." I don't know what to tell you. It's nothing but ass cheeks hanging out all over the show. So if you straight, you must be all on them dicks. Yeah. So, yeah. Why you ain't watching football with men tackling each other in tight pants? Yeah. Homo. Yeah. yeah. Why you not watching NCAA? Yeah. <laughs> so I like I thought that was funny though like um then Brantwan finally got her son yeah and I don't know if, I don't know if it's the editing or what but she did seem to calm the fuck down <laughs> I don't know I put, I put like this Brandy can pull some bitches man yeah her game must be pretty tight because. Every time she go out looking for some bitches, there's something out there. She pulling them, well, bring yeah. them to the house. I think they show you how easy the, the especially the lesbian population, where they just, they fuck anything. They just man, I, maybe I, like I don't understand what Brandy is like. Is she the girl lesbian or the dude lesbian? I think she's the girl. She was the aggressor with Leah. Like she was trying to rape Leah. Yeah. But then with this this chick that she brought home. 
Like she was playing the like docile, like I'm gonna try to well, court you and let looked, me do a lap dance for you type move. She looked a little more masculine too. Like she looked like she was gonna be in Brandy over. Brandy, mm-hmm. excuse me. I didn't mean to disrespect your name. I mean, Leah, she. But you talking about, oh, you talking about the new chick. The DJ, yeah. Yeah, the new chick did look. She looked like she was like, I'm gonna get this. But you know, that was the same thing when when she was hollering at that other chick, the police officer a while ago. Yeah. That chick was a little more butch and she went out looking not feminine and playing the chick role. So I think when it comes, I think she's like most women, they're not used to rejection, so she's right. gonna keep going until she get what she want. But I think that she is the chick in the relationship, and she like dude, dude yeah. looking chick. Because Leah did look a little more masculine and, like you said, dominant at when she first came, and now she's starting to feminine up. And yeah. now Brantwan don't want her. Well, at least they got no, another. She still want her, but she tired of getting rejected. I'm mad they took credit for getting Brandy laid. Like Brandy wasn't like... gonna get that. Like she wasn't gonna get the draws anyway. Man, that was weird because uh, apparently. Um, what are the two chicks that hang out together? Uh, Erica and Leah. Oh, no, no Kristen and Leah. Yeah. Currently, Kristen and Leah are like BFFs or something. I was saying that. Yeah. That's kind of weird to hold meet on top of the Jeep and talk. Shit. Well, what happened was they were the only two in the house that nobody liked either one of them. So no, then they joined forces because Leah was cool. Only yeah, person like Leah, Leah. the only person that hung out with Leah was Brandy. But nobody had beef with Leah. Like they yeah. were when they were beefing, they would never call Leah out and shit. But it's still out. like it's still like I'm by myself. Even though nobody bothers me, I'm still lonely. And the only person that wants me is the crazy one that I don't really want. <laughs> yeah, that was weird, dude. But at least. It was a lot of cheeks in this episode, which I was surprised. Because as the cat left, I was like, man, there ain't really nothing to look at in here. And then it was like, okay, everybody stepped it up a little bit. Because they knew that I was probably about to change the channel. But our shorts get a little look, shorter. The, the producer was like, hey, look, we can't allow you to wear pants around the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, walk around in sweatshirts Dude, and some drawers. They would literally walk around in shorts that look like... Like you are a stripper, like not even they, I think, exercise I shorts. Just I, I, wonder, I don't know. I wonder if Eric's boyfriend waiting for a threesome to pop off, and that's why he come over so much. I don't know. I, I, I thought think, he was trying to when Danielle was over there, because even when she was crying about to leave, he was still like, maybe there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure out why he over there so much. Like, first of all, why is that not a one night stand? Maybe twice, just to, just because I, I like to hit it twice. Right. But they not that they she don't look it, good I'm at all. You, he, he's he gotta be there to try yep. to get exposure. Man. I'm with Will on the only thing. He gotta be trying to get on he TV. Is, he is on camera a lot. Yes. He, Every time he comes he in, there all day, Adrian. He, he come over. He come over at sunrise. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just trying to get on TV, man. I, like that dude's whole game is like. How can I stay on the camera? How can I stay on? Because he don't really. Every other dude that's been over there has tried to hit it and get the fuck out of that chaos. And this dude to hang out while they fighting and shit. Like, oh, I'll just wait up here, baby. You know what I don't get? Why would he? Apparently, he got to the uh, to the house somehow. I guess he took a cab or something. Yeah. This nigga ain't got a car. Why they have to get uh, Danielle to drive them to a hotel or fuck? Why don't they just hop their ass in the cab? See, at first, I was like, well, do they make them ride in those cars? Like, they might, they, they might, probably, probably. Because I was like, that's what they do with the real world. Yeah, like. the Ox probably like, man, we ain't, we can't get no sponsor for no car company for this <laughs> shit. So you can get in this limo where we got cameras and you can walk. Pick one. <laughs> we got some jeeps. Yeah, but the thing that's also weird about um, their like the the, the dating between the, the two strip, the well, Adrian, wasn't it Arian? Adrian. Yeah, whatever the dude stripper name is, and uh, the chick uh, Erica. Erica. Like, that's a weird dynamic because 
Nobody likes being the third wheel. So why are y'all asking Danielle to come out with y'all? Dog, that's and then y'all what make out for two hours? Well, his homeboy was coming through. But he remember he came through and he missed the threesome. Yeah. Then she then she teased him. Then she was like, all right, good night. I'm going to bed. He's like, man, fuck this dude. Yeah. Like, he ain't even bringing like he was supposed to. He was like, look. I ain't trying to get exposure. I ain't trying to fall in love with exactly. you. Tell me why Erica got a picture of them on her nightstand. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, bitch, yeah, she really did. After like three days. And there's no, I'm sorry, man. Y'all my boys and everything, but there's no wingman that good. Well, you can bring me to a house with cameras, <laughs> cameras and shit on national TV, chaos going on, sluts fighting and shit, and be like, yo, man, all I need you to do is talk to this chick for a couple hours live. No, not every day, nigga. Yeah. No, for one time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I'm saying. He brought us both through one yeah. time, and he didn't get to, uh, he didn't get there. So. I blame Erica, though, because Erica kept asking her to come out. Like, you know, I, I don't know why people do this, but you're in a relationship, you know you're going out to dinner or something. Why are you even asking another person to come along? Really? Her license fucked up. She said her license. Oh, is that what it was? She said, you know, I'm having a situation with my license right now. So. Wow. And then apparently, like I said, I don't know if they tell him, and you can't get in the car with him. So. Wow. See, that's why I don't have no friends that don't got. Or it could just be you have to ride in the car where we can record the shit in case something pops off. And follow them. Yeah. Yeah, that, but like that's why I don't fuck with nobody that don't got license. Like if you can't mm-hmm. get transportation to and from, you're not gonna be using me all the damn time, <laughs> dog. No. Yeah. I don't wanna have no awkward Like I yeah, I hate that. Remember those awkward conversations you be having with somebody where you like, this nigga about to ask for a ride. This nigga about to ask for a ride. So you that's all you can think in your head is when is when is he gonna ask me for a ride? You know at the YMC, you know how many people would leave out? So yes. Marcus could yes. not ask them for a ride. <laughs> yes. Man, they used to be pulling plans on Marcus, dude. But he come, he come. Hey, man, actually, man, I, I got to go. My baby's sick. I got to go home and take care of my baby right now. It's an emergency. Dude, <laughs> hey, man, what's up? Tell you yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like you, is your baby in Presbyterian? Or, um, <laughs> or CLC. Yeah, CLC. You can drop on. me off. They tell them to hold on, pick up their phone, and walk out. They ain't talking to nobody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch, they be muddling. Uh, what else? Oh, Danielle did end up leaving. And you know what about her leaving? They were they were trying so hard to get her to leave and shit. It could have been done so easy. All they had to do is be like, hey, "Use a heroin addict," and then she would have been done. I, I'm gonna tell you what I believe. I honestly think it was the editing on the show. I don't think they were really trying to get her to leave as hard as they were claiming. Like they were pranking people as as jokes because they were trying to put it in slow motion. Like if you slow mo a joke. That makes it threatening. <laughs> They're like, we threw some water on her. Okay, she didn't want to fight or nothing. She was like, why don't y'all stop? Cut it out. But they put it in slow motion, like playing music, like, look at this. <laughs> but um, the, the thing is, though, <laughs> I think what really led Danielle to leave the house was being the third wheel. Being lonely. Yeah, on them dates, man. Like, she went she went out. She like, I ain't got no well, man. She, 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 she was like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think it's that. I mean, she finds somebody to fuck her. There's yeah. somebody apparently, that will, apparently. There's somebody to fuck her. Actually, right? there's two dudes that are friends that fucked the back-to-back nights yeah. at the beginning of the season. But she was just lonely. <laughs> I mean, if you hanging out, if you of course not. But this, this is the thing, man. You find somebody to fuck you, that's that's fine. But you're not going to find somebody, unless you found Adrian, to come over to the house all right. the time and chill with you. And if somebody comes over, fucks you, and leaves, then you still by yourself 99% of the that's time. That's what hurt her was that the, she thought that it was going to be like, 
Well, I got, I'm, we gonna bring dudes over, we gonna beat it down, hey, we just having fun with the bad girls, and then her homegirl got in an actual relationship, yep. and she was just sitting up there alone, like, this she is did, some she did, what, she did what all single women do when they finally get a man, she, she gave it up, she yeah. gave it her <laughs> she gave it a juice, like, holla. <laughs> the other problem is, she was broke. Yeah, the branch one had to take them out. They were yeah. like, "Listen, we want to hang out, but the reason we sit in this boring ass house all day long because we, we broke. broke." She was so broke that she got mad at that dude when he said he couldn't buy her a bagel. Yeah, yes. Like, she was like two dollars. Like they broke up because, and I was like, "Why don't you have the money to get like, your own yeah. bagel?" Like grown ass for being, yeah, grown ass woman who was dating a nineteen year old dude. Why don't you have enough money to buy your own bagel? Because <laughs> she broke it to him. Yeah, that's, that's but that's messed up though. When they have to lean on the support of a stripper, yeah, <laughs> to get them drinks. And Brandon just like, here, go ahead, get in my wallet, get this ten dollar drink. Yeah. First of all, you know what? She broke. I'm gonna get her whatever dollar special bill. Give me a domestic, please. Yeah. <laughs> the middle lights are what two foot? Okay, yes, let's get those. Yeah, let's, let's get a bucket. I'm balling. I'm balling. Bring me a bottle, please. You wait till she ordered it. You be like, you got that. Like you, like you, like yeah. Uh, so let me get some Miller Lite. No, I don't drink Miller Lite. Okay, I want a give mimosa. Me, oh, you got goose. that? Give me the goose. Yeah, let me get the goose. Oh, you got that right? So I didn't know you was paying for your own because I'm only paying for Miller Lite to this day. You can live a high life or you can go on I your get own. A basket of fries. <laughs> 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 let me get a whole lot of ketchup and surprise. Let me get a. Uh, let me get ten wings. I feel like, I feel like this this basket of fries is endless, right? <laughs> <laughs> so the last new thing that happened, the last new thing that happened on the show was uh, they brought two new chicks in. Uh, one chick is, I guess, a hardcore lesbian. Agent Orange. Yeah. What was that? Ashley or something? Oh, no, Ashley. Agent Orange. I remember Agent Orange. That was yeah. the wackiest nickname. Yeah. And the other one was like Southern Belle or something. Yeah. I was thinking is she related to Agent Zero. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but then, dude, the way that they tried to play, at the, I don't know if y'all watched the Jersey Shore. But they're clearly trying to pull from the Jersey Shore her being from Staten Island. Oh, and then they showing her tan. And then you hear her accent. It was like, yeah, Jersey Shore is doing good. We need to get one of those guidos over here. They stepped it up one, though. They went and got a lesbian. Yeah. But they, you know what? When they got a lesbian, I was like, I wonder if she and Brandy going to fuck. I don't oh, think Brandy, so. I caught Brandy looking at them. Yeah. showing it towards the end. Brandy cutting her eyes. She walking mm-hmm. away. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Oh. I think coming into the house late. One of them brandy flip outs gonna happen and it's gonna be like, why why are we here together? Like why are you in the same house with me, you animal? Yeah, I'm waiting for next week because on the preview they showed uh homegirl, the new lesbian chick, calling Leah out about uh skating on her lesbianism. Yeah. Women are a little weird she though. Me, she said you you sure you're not a lesbian? You're yeah. Yeah. Women are a little weird though, cause I, I I don't know if there's any scenario where you could put that many dudes in the house. Have them act like that towards one another, and nobody get their ass whooped. Well, because we've gotten pretty far into the season, and technically, nobody, none of them women have whooped each other's ass. It made me think about Ryan. Ryan like, from the real world. Like he was like, first of all, there's no way he's rubbing on my ear. Oh, first of all, that everybody in that house is soft. In he, New Orleans, he cuddling with every dude in the house. Softest cast ever. Like softest cast ever. No, I can understand. 
a couple years ago when they had that black dude in there that was being an ass. Yeah. He was bigger than everybody. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he, huge. Like, he worked out and shit. I can see where people would be like. And even then, the little corny ass nigga from Detroit still took a swing at him. But I, I can understand why why it went down in the house where he, Greg, Greg, that was his name, where Greg just had to leave. But this house, running the smallest dude in the crib. Even the gay dude bigger than him, man. And they still, <laughs> nobody in the house is just like, you know what, next time he come in here, I'm going to punch him in his damn face. Because that's all, I'll guarantee you, I would have waited till he stormed out with one of his tantrums. And I'll be like, listen, everybody calm down. I'm about to tell y'all some shit. And it's about to go down. I don't want no surprises. But when he come back in the door, I'm punching him in his motherfucking face. What's the one that dated Jimmy? What's the one that dated Jimmy? Um, uh, Ryan. The other, not Ryan, Knight. Knight. All right, even Knight soft. Because yeah. when he said Knight took them pills, yep. and Knight saying I didn't, Knight should have popped off on him then. Knight must have took some or something. He took that drug test a while later. Oh, he denied it like Eddie Long. Yeah, he, he pulled he the Eddie Long. He denied it, but he, he really he pulled did. Eddie Long. Eddie Long did not deny it. Yeah, he did. He did. Yo, <laughs> yo Eddie Long did not deny. I watched that whole sermon. That nigga was like, yo, he was, he was like, <laughs> they accused like the eight minute version. He was like, yeah. Eddie Long was like, they accused me of this. I'm gonna fight it. This yeah, nigga never said he kept making, he kept making, uh, he kept making weird ass analogies too. He's like, I'm like Goliath versus David. I mean, David versus Goliath. Yeah. Like, it was just crazy, dude. He talking about he's David versus Goliath, but he ain't throwing no stones because he's David. Motherfucker, you're a huge, world-known, yes. multi-million dollar, infamous preacher. Yeah, you can slander this dude. You can even say, let's pray for them. No, you can slander this dude. You can slander, this dude. Like, he can slander those dudes with no problem. And I was more weirded out by how the church was no. so hype. Like, they were so supportive of this dude. And I'm sorry, man. I got to wait for the evidence, brother. But you, but you know what? You know I'm what? not going to be on national TV clapping up a storm and a month later. Not come everybody out was because they were interviewing people outside the church. Mm -hmm. And they were like, a lot of people were saying, man, he just didn't say enough for me. He he didn't he didn't give me enough. Well, when he gave the speech, it didn't sound like it that's was. That's I wanted somebody to sit up and be like, "Nigga, I want to hear that shit." <laughs> that's <laughs> what's going on. No, 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 no. <laughs> wait till the hey, wait till the middle of his speech. You're like, "You lied." <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wanted. I wanted. I wanted you to show that part. Dude, what if what if one of them gay, what if one of them dudes that he uh molested slash raped? Would have been in the crowd dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if that person would have been like, okay, well, let they me get on the mic. No, they would have got stoned. That's what I'm saying. They were more supportive, I think, of their pastor. And they going about this the wrong way. They they really are. Because I know one time you was like, Atlanta, if you're a dude, there's plenty of pussy down there. Yeah, it is. What? There's plenty of buttholes down there, too. Apparently the, so. the gay population. Apparently so. so. They need to storm the church with the gay coalition down there in Atlanta. And go up in there, take their front row section, get up, get up in the front, get up in there good. Yeah. And tell somebody to say something. No, no, man. Help the, him to look at them. the gays in Atlanta go to that church, man. There's <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of gay dudes in church. Actually, most gay dudes, most people. But not down low, brother. Plus, you got to go on Ticketmaster to get your, your seat all early. I mean, you can't just walk up in Eddie Long Church. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You got, I mean, if you ain't scalping out front or something. How you gonna get in the front row? That shit was packed. Dude. And, okay, okay, look. You go on national TV, or whatever. This is your day. You know all the accusations are on you. All the eyes are watching. You expecting people to be like, he's phony, he's fake. He's, you know, we're looking to see if he's keeping it real. 
Why do you go out there with a, a new hair? Why do you go out there with a new wig? That, that proves to me that you are fake. You think I'm fucking stupid. You think that a week ago, a quarter of the fucking hair on your head just came back today. Nigga, he's half Indian. That shit grow fast. <laughs> See, that's the whole Brian Cumple strategy, though. He's tricking you with his genius. See, by looking at his hairpiece, he's taking you away from his eyes. And he's not going to give you eye contact. It just, it's all a distraction. It's, the, it's pulling the cord from behind your head trick. And we fell for it. Damn it, he got me got again. Me. Look at the hair. Look at his hair. Oh, what did he say? I don't know. It was only 10 minutes. It's a miracle. His hair is back. God must think he didn't do it. Like, it's just, I just thought it was ridiculous, man. Got, you, know, got you know what was crazy was the, the reason the crowd was so hyped was when did they bring him out? Right after they did all the praise and they yeah. got the band going and you know niggas get hyped in church and yep. started catching the spirit and then they're like, all right, y'all feel good? I bring him out, bring him out, hurry up, hurry up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wonder if he got those applause things in his um, church. And he don't just, need them, dog. I think don't. I think they know to applaud anytime he takes Says a breath. Something. Says something. Anytime he take a breath, dude, that is the mega pastor. Dog. That is the mega church. Applause break. Like no, every time they say something, I was watching TD Jakes respond oh. to this, and he was just like saying, "Look, we need to chill. We need to take time. We need to wait." Dude, they were giving him like standing ovations for saying we need to wait. Now I'm not saying that that's not standing ovation worthy, but they were clearly doing it because he stopped talking. He was like, he'd be like, "Now what we need to do? Is we need to stop." Amen! 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 You need to think, and we need to wait. Amen! Yes! We need to wait! That's like the Republican National Convention for the church. (laughs) Yeah. Did you know he disowned his own gay son, T.D. Jakes did? Really? Yes. His gay son came out and he disowned him. That's why he was like, hey, look, we need to we need to wait and find out what's going on before I disown this nigga. Oh, no, that's TD. That must be that must be God calling. Put him on there. Put him on the phone. <laughs> Hang up on him. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to interrupt us yeah. when we talk about the Lord and, and TD Jakes. I'm going to I'm going to the new birth here in Charlotte because my ex used to go there and she forced me to go a couple times. Right. And I swear, before the pastor forced him to go. Let me slide over a little bit. <laughs> yeah, nigga, I'm a heathen. What did Eddie Long oh, do to you? He touched me. I had to hustle. I walked in and tried to feel me on my ass. I'm like, what is going on here? But man, I'm telling you, as soon as before the, before the pastor ah. even came out, before he came out, mm-hmm. they said his name and niggas just stood up and clapped. Right. I'm like, okay, I'm cool with y'all standing up and clapping. No, these niggas gave him a standing ovation. They just said his name. He ain't even came out yet. Yeah. And they clap for a good like. Now, what if he would have came out and just been like, "I did it," and just turned around <laughs> and just turned around and walked back? I bet it would have been quiet as a church mouse in there. No pun. Like it would be straight. Everybody would be like, "I can't believe it." But no, they they'd be like, "Well, you know, he's not perfect, and every man has yeah, faults." That's true. Man. I'm telling you, no matter how guilty a motherfucker is, they're fasting, especially in the black church. Yeah. Then, there is always a reason. See, he's only human. He going about this the wrong way too. Hey, did he not watch Jerry Springer at all? Every punk that's been on Jerry Springer, you be like, I ain't watching this gay shit no more. Right. But they keep coming back to Jerry. So if he came out there with his level, 
hold their hands, and then be like, listen, this is who I am, accept me, and gave some wise words at the end, just like Jerry Springer do. Uh, His audience will still be there. You're right. They would just burn that motherfucker down. I agree. <laughs> and there's no way. Man, they, these people have marked against gay people in Atlanta. Yeah. There's no way he could come out and be... Look at Haggard. Look at Ted Haggard. Like, that was a dude that was on the same shit, came out that he had some... uh. Male affairs. Look at Ellen DeGeneres. Man, his church kicked him out. The church he started was like, yeah, about that, brother. Don't even, <laughs> don't even bother living in the house we bought for you. Don't bother driving the car we bought for you. You might can live with one of these families that if they feel generous. Like, this is literally, they literally was. But what yeah, it was yeah. white. Exactly. No, no, no. no black no, people hate no, gay people no, more. No, no, black people are way more homophobic. Yeah, we're yeah. way worse about that shit. Yeah, but he in Atlanta. Like, it if, don't he, matter. if he it was don't in matter. Texas, mm-hmm. I could clearly see that going down all wrong. I don't think but you gotta, I'm saying this is his church that marched against gay people. Like, I can see if it was like, um, he had this open policy. And it was like, well, he's actually been kind of lenient on this topic. Yeah, come as you are. We yeah, you can't all organize things. marches and think that the people who march won't feel betrayed if you come out and say I'm gay. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. They won't. They yeah, they will. Not right, they we'll we'll find out in a couple they months. We're talking, we talking, talking about black people. They don't watch the news. Oh, niggas watch They watch this they watch, news. They, look, they, they cut but they the missed news. the part about him gay bashing. No, they was in the marches. They record the news and just fast forward and look for Eddie Long. Yeah, exactly. Matter of fact, he probably got his own news. I don't know. Maybe he left it out. All I'm saying is, it clearly is going to be problems. And I, I don't know if y'all seen this clip of the dude that, yeah. that was it's walking out. Now, have right? you seen it? Yeah, it's four of them. But have you seen what? Let me is play it, this. Let me move the mic. special tonight coming out. Yeah, I ain't about to, like, we can't play that yet, but when it comes out, we might play it on the next show. But, um, I'm going to move the mic and play the audio from this, uh, news clip, which is kind of foul. It's kind of foul how they did this dude, but let's play it. Five, we begin with an exclusive, an I-team exclusive. For the first time, one of the men filing suit against Bishop Eddie Long is speaking out. Jamal Paris tells a story of what he calls a love-hate relationship with a man he called Daddy. <laughs> Yo, that has been in every article I've read, every news clip I've seen. It is somebody's telling the truth. I'm they always, sorry. they always pull out the Daddy Longstrom. He had, he had them, he had them little boys calling him Daddy. Like they pull that out every time. The story. He's here with his exclusive report tonight, Dale. Tom, following Bishop Long sermon on Sunday, we caught a plane to Colorado, home to Jamal Paris the oldest of all the accusers in the case. And in a parking lot late at night, he told us a story of love, anger, and his desire to protect other young men. Now, y'all, have you seen this one, Will? I haven't seen it. Karen, you saw it? Yeah, I yeah, okay. it. But my thing is that these niggas flew out there. Like, they purposely went out there searching for him. Yeah, the news. Uh, Justin, you, have you seen I've this? Seen it. I've seen it. Okay, now, um... Was I, was I the only one that was surprised that he wasn't flaming? I don't mean to, and I don't really. Oh, yeah. No, I was shocked. I was like, first I thought they had the wrong person. Yeah, I was like, why are they harassing this regular ass nigga? Like, <laughs> then I realized the depth of the crime. Like, you doing this to straight dudes, man? That's fucked up, man. That's real fucked up, man. Did you see the second part with his friend? With his friend? Nah, I ain't playing all that because it, it'll take but too long. But I haven't watched like, it yet. Like, his friend don't even look like he would hang out with somebody that's homosexual. Yeah, like, dude, I really, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna front. I was stereotyped when I heard this story. I was like, okay, I see. He was taking the dudes that acted the sweetest, and he was trying to gay them down. And then hook him up with stuff on the back end and give him money. 
And I was like, okay, I get it. I kind of see what his plan was. Then they, then this, they interviewed this dude, and I was like, wait a minute. So anyway, let me play the audio. This is a very serious allegation, but no one has heard from you. Jamal Paris didn't want to talk at first, but before he left us, he had plenty to say about Bishop Eddie Long. If you look at us in our eyes and you hear the pain in our voice, we don't have a reason to lie to this man. Jamal Paris is one of the four young men who have filed sexual misconduct lawsuits against Bishop Long, accusing him of using scripture and church money to sexually seduce young men. But I am not the man that's being betrayed on the television. That's not me. On Sunday, Bishop Eddie Long spoke out for the first time, never flatly denying the claims, but vowing to fight. I feel like David against Goliath. Since the lawsuits were filed last week... Hey, I like how they edited out the applause. They made, they made, they made them sound real desperate and lonely because they was like, and take out the clapping. No, they... After he said his whole little piece, yeah. why he just throw down the mic and shit? Yeah, he dropped that shit like sexual chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> sexual chocolate. Get what the He dropped that shit like Nick Cannon's drumsticks. <laughs> None of the four young men involved had talked publicly until now. We found Jamal Paris shopping at a 24-hour store in Colorado. Initially, he was reluctant to talk. Dale Russell with Fox 5 News in Atlanta. Can we talk to you for a second? Now look, this is foul. I'm glad they did this interview and everything to get the stereotypes out of the way. But it's mad foul how they ran up on this nigga walking out the store. Yes, minding his business. Like it wasn't a sit-down interview. Mm -hmm. And I think it kind of validates a little bit more of his credibility. Because it wasn't He's not just searching for the right. searching for the camera. Right. It wasn't just you trying to hide and be on the low. Exactly. And this is something that most dudes would want to have on the low, man. But it wasn't just him being like, "How can I get paid? Let me go on ET, ET Entertainment tonight and sit down and get five thousand dollars." He was actually like, "Hey, man, I'm trying to buy some eggs, and here y'all go with the camera in my face." And the nigga waited until midnight. Yeah, clearly he's he's trying to be on the low out yeah, there. Yeah, he snuck out the house and everything. Yeah, no point about being. Yeah, no point about being on the low, but you know. Once he started, he told a riveting story about how, as a young teen, a 14-year-old with no father in his life, he joined New Birth Missionary Baptist Church. Bishop Eddie Long came into his life. He said Long said to call him daddy and to trust him with spiritual guidance. I loved him, and I'm always going to have love for the things that he taught me. But how he left us, I hurt worse than anything I ever felt in my life. Paris claims in his lawsuit the father-like figure used scripture to justify sex, and he lavished money. What scriptures was That's he That's what used? I was about to say. What? And God said, let that penetrate that asshole. <laughs> I know, man. It goes back to our debate a few weeks ago. Prayer can get you some booty. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that works with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the kind of booty I want. No, I'm, I'm just, he used it for evil. I'm just saying. It's all evil compared to. <laughs> anyway, man. But it worked. It looked, it worked. It did work, apparently, on a 14 year old. <laughs> Cars, jewelry, trips in the bishop's private jet, even homes for some teens. Sometimes. With funds from the church coffers. <laughs> <laughs> the church is killed. No, why they were showing the house and the jet and the car, and then all of a sudden they shoved that picture in and all of that shirt. Yeah. That shit had nothing to do 
whatever. Under Armour. Oh, oh, I like tripping that shirt. <laughs> Damn, that's a reference nobody gonna get but me and you, Justin. Damn. But uh, yeah, dude was wearing. The, uh, they showed the Under Armour picture. But um, man, if your pastor got multiple houses, private jets, Bentleys, and money to give the kids randomly. Something might be going on with your church, man. Like, they might have to investigate this nigga for church funds. No, or something. They've, already, yeah. they've already done that, and they're like, you know, he gets his money off of books and appearance fees and shit like that. They've already done the investigation. Hell yeah, man. You can lay your own, man. They, they... Wait, I'm, like, I'm not talking about like a year or two ago. I'm talking about for this shit. No, no, no. Okay, because no, yeah, yeah, like, they, they said something, yeah, they said something oh, here that made me think they're going to check it out again. They double checking the books now. Finally, have a father that you've always wanted for and always dreamed of would just walk away from you if you don't give him what you want. So you end up turning into something you never thought you'd be, which is now a slave to a man that you love. Jamal says the bishop began a slow sexual seduction, which became intimate and more intense after the young boys became of legal age. So while the media and the press and the rest of the people around the city or around the country look at us like, how can a grown man let another man touch him? What you have to understand is this man manipulated us from childhood. This was our father and we loved him. Through his attorney, Craig. See, the other problem he had is he made these boys way too smart. Like, he was making them get in shape, taking them to school, teaching them stuff. So you know when they turned on them, they was going to be all eloquent when they got on the camera and shit. Like... They wasn't gonna say. They wasn't they gonna look like, like liars. They don't sound like some regular dumb niggas. They, yeah, you know he's talking and speaking, and clean shaven, articulate, and the stuff that they did do. The same way he downplayed it. The same way Ed alone downplayed it. The same way the media gonna downplay it too. Yeah, to benefit the kids. Yeah, yeah. Basically, that like that's the thing. He's made them into per into the perfect media killing machines. Soon as they get on camera, I'm like, yo, I kind of believe this, bro. I'm like, damn, I feel bad for homeboy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can't believe Eddie Long did that. Yeah. Meanwhile, technically, they're saying he didn't have sex with them because yeah. they got grown. Yeah. And they show they show them all blinging and taking pictures with the jury on and stuff. But I still feel bad for these brothers. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, the one thing that I think he did kind of break the law in is the fact that he was technically their boss. Mm. That ain't illegal. So it's like sexual harassment. Yep. No, that ain't harassment. Somebody extortion. Give me the booty. Well, what's booty gonna what's gonna make him look bad is that when he did when they did say uh, I'm not doing this no more, he was like, okay, get out of my house, give me my car back, get out tell, of your mom, tell your mom, tell your mom I said she ain't shit. Y'all the job, everything. Dylan Bishop Long has called the allegations in the lawsuit false. In the end, Paris says when the bishop loses interest in sex and sets his sights on other young men, the boys are left behind. This man turned his back on us when he had no more need for us. That's not a father. That's a predator. Paris says he attempted to resolve the matter privately with the bishop, but when that didn't work, lawsuits were filed publicly identifying the four young men accusing the bishop. We would have to be the craziest kids in the world to want to come out and admit to another man touching on us publicly. To really believe this is about money would be absolutely ludicrous. He says at one time he loved Bishop Eddie Long, but he can't escape the nightmare of what he says Long did to him as a young man. I cannot get the sound of his voice out of my head, and I cannot forget the smell of his cologne. And I cannot forget the way that he made me cry many nights when I drove in his cars on the way home, not able to take enough showers to wipe the smell of him off of my body. Jamal Paris, near the end of our interview, 
said he wanted to speak directly to Bishop Eddie Long, and he turned to our camera to do so. But that man cannot look me in my eye and tell me we did not live this pain. While you can sit in front of the church and tell them that you categorically deny it, you can't say that to our face. And you know this. You are not a man. You are a monster. And then Jamal Paris got into his car and drove off into the night. Yeah, man. So that's that's some hard hitting shit, shit. That shit is believable, man. Yeah, like that's not just some dude that seems like. Let me try to get some paper because. As he's talking about it, you sit up there like, yeah, so your face attached to this, you had to come out and make these public allegations, like, this is, and you don't seem like the kind of dude that's gonna revel in this, like, let me get some attention, he seemed like, man, I really wish I, I could even just, have to do this. He sound like he's still in love, almost. Yeah, but. Like, like he, like, yeah. he, like, he like really don't want to, like, he tried to talk to him, like, look right. Let's talk. Let's go to counseling. Do something. I don't know. Yeah. Stop fucking these boys. But Karen made an excellent point um, about that. There's definitely more cases. Yeah. I, and, and the biggest reason why me and Roger was talking about this. The biggest reason why I think it's more cases because when it comes to abuse, all it takes is for one or two people to be bold enough to speak out. And once they speak out, people realize that they're not getting stoned to death. All of a sudden, other people start coming out. And I think over time. Because you went from one case, two case, three case, you know, you got three cases with four different people. And one of them is a minor because they wouldn't even show his picture. So I think that, mm -hmm. yeah, so I think that it's going to come to the fact that uh, he's, uh, what you call that, uh, serial rapist, pedophile. pedophile. I think it's going to come out that he's messing with little boys and things like that. So I think once they do an investigation, because if all this stuff coming out, because my thing is this, if... They tried to go to you and settle this quietly. Mm -hmm. They was like, hey, we really don't want to do this. We would rather come in-house, fix this problem, and go on by our way. But you just said, I ain't do nothing. So now you're, you're forcing this to publicly come out. So now all of a sudden, you're forcing eyes to look on you. that They probably wouldn't have paid you no attention, uh, which can be good and bad. You had the crazies out there that are just drawn to that mess. Then you have the people like us that's going... You know, why wouldn't you have fixed this in house if you really didn't want the public I mean, to know that you really did this? My question is not really why I didn't fix it in house. My question is why are you out there fucking with little boys? I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> in, 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 in the first place, that's my thing. Yeah, I'm with you. In I the think, first place. I think, I agree with you that it's probably a lot more out it's there. And one, more. once, I think the thing is once they realize, damn, I'm not the only one. Yes. Cause it's hard when you think you're the only one and you're dealing with it by yes. yourself, but it's like a support group. So right. it's like, well shit. And it's a lot like when the Catholic church has scandals come out. Yeah. It normally does start with one or two people. And then next thing you know, you're like, damn, they fucked the whole town. Like yeah. they was really, and then like, and it's funny because black people as a whole, like we're pretty religious, but we don't have no problem making jokes about Oh, they have the priests. Oh, they hell, fuck you over there. Ha ha ha. Then you find out somebody for our side is doing it. If you want, if you believe in sides, but you find out that our side is doing it, then it's like, well, let's give him a chance to explain himself. He's and probably, you know what? And he's not even a small church. It's a mega church. Yeah, and even even after with, with black churches, even after. They find out stuff is just completely wrong. Right. I guarantee you there will be people, the majority of the people will be like, well, he was just a man. He had a moment of weakness. Right. No, but they don't have that kind of forgiveness for nobody else. And my thing is that I understand forgiving and things like this, but I'm very much into following the law of the land. You broke the law, you need to go to jail. That has nothing to do with that. I think more, more importantly than the law of the land, for a guy like him, 
It's the fact that he violated his own supposed moral code. That's right. Like, if you get up there as a religious authority, and then you turn around and break that trust, that bond that you have with your crowd, you are going to have backlash. No matter how complex you think that relationship is, people feel betrayed when they find out you fell short. And as 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 a clergyman, you know, you're held to a higher standard. That's just like the police. It's the same thing. You, there's a police out there. He knocks the shit out of somebody, beats him with a billy club or whatever. Right. If it was me, Will, just out on the streets, defending myself, that's one thing. But because you're a police officer, you're supposed to have training, you're supposed to know how to react and everything. They're going to hold you to a higher standard. Same thing with this. It's like, yeah, you're just a man. Yeah, you're weak. But you're supposed to be ordained by God to set an example for all these other men and showing people, you know, at least the example of how you should live your life right. to some degree. And yeah, you slip up, but that's like saying fuck every now and then or right. something. But not routinely fucking boys. Yeah, no, yeah that's, that's not slipping up. No, that's not a slip up when you calculate yeah. and plan yeah. for years. Multiple, for years. But multiple. And, go ahead. No, go ahead, Karen. And my biggest thing is that it sounds weird to me that it's really no different between the Catholic Church, like you were saying before, and this. Not because at all. the bottom line is that these people have. Unlimited access to children that they just shouldn't have. I don't mean no harm. It's like you send your children there and you just expect these people to raise your children. You expect these people to do things that you as a parent should be doing. And there was some parental thing. And on top of that, they he purposely, it sounds like he targeted people that were single parent home. Right. Missing no the daddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he, he, he preyed on he even, people he even had, that were in broken situations. He even had one scenario where a father tried to come back into the child's life and he kind of pushed the father out of the boy's life again. Like, no, I'm your daddy. You know, he had a boy calling him daddy in front of his, his real, his biological father. And his biological father was like, yeah, I tried, but I could see that, you know, shit wasn't going to work, so I walked away yeah. again. You don't have to kind of pull Eddie Longhead. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, this dude is buying my son a house and a car, and I'm trying to just show up with, like, hey, can I make up for old times? Like, of course not. Yeah, because he moved, the one from Charlotte, he moved him down there and got him into college. Right, exactly, man. So, I didn't mean to stay on the Eddie Long thing that long, but, um... So I got some more random thoughts, man. Uh, I, I went to the store and I saw that uh, for some reason, Segways is half off, man. Y'all heard? Yeah. I, I saw that. I saw that. I don't know why they the, so um, cheap right the now. The guy that How made much him killed himself or something like that. Wow. Oh, that, that was the dude who drove off the cliff with the Segway? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, that's a story where it was like this dude, that the owner, the CEO of the Segway company, whatever, inventor of the Segway, Drove off a cliff to their death on a Segway. What's a Segway? Yeah. Segway is a car, is like a, uh, almost like a moped type of vehicle, but you just stand up in it. And remember in Iron Man 1? Oh, them sit the things they be riding with down there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. The one that the, the, the mall cops be on. Yeah, <laughs> with the ring of lights. I saw a dude, I saw an old white dude on a Segway surrounded by three Young black sisters on a Segway for some reason. Oh, it was the oddest shit I've ever seen. Like, what an odd collection of Segway owners in Charlotte. And the funniest thing about the Segways, I can outrun your ass in that. Oh, now some of them get pretty fast. Okay, they got they they're yeah, crazy. Some of them get pretty fast. I seen some. I be like, boy, they ain't got ride no one, man. Yeah, I'm scared to ride one now. Don't be by no cliff, man. <laughs> <laughs> they need to build some type of safe. Safety net or something. Yeah, like, why is not a, a rope? <laughs> <laughs> something, something around there. Ejection, but yeah. something. 
They, <laughs> oh, they do make them wear the helmet. <laughs> yeah. They do make them wear the helmet. I mean, you know, the, the, uh, the most ironic part about this is that I guarantee his legs would have stopped him. If he would have been walking, he would have been alive today. <laughs> Lazy ass. Um, so, I, like, we had a couple people that uh, this week they got new jobs at different companies. So, they sent out an email to everybody when somebody gets a new job. And so, I started, I created a new folder in my email. Whenever somebody gets a new job, I move it into this folder and I named the, the folder Escapees. <laughs> like, and I saw this dude, he was standing by the by the uh, elevator, the dude that got a new job. And for a second, I just wanted to talk to him like like slave talk. Like, so you got your freedoms? <laughs> so I was like, it was, it was like, I felt like he was getting liberated. And I had to stay behind on the plantation. Got his freedom papers. Yeah, I was like, oh man, you're gonna be a, a new man in the north. <laughs> you free now. So uh, man, I was I was talking to my wife. I was like, I don't think I've ever met a white man named Freeman. I was like, I think that's just the slave name. It's just mm-hmm. black. Yeah, I mean, I could be point. wrong, but I'm I was... trying to think of one. I can't. And you know, another thing too, man. When I was thinking about this slave talk. Why didn't white people teach us how to talk, right? Because, like, the slave talk still still lingers <laughs> till today. Like, like as much as I've met, I know a lot of white people now. I've been on their email chains. They correct grandma all the time. You telling me they didn't hear black people talk crazy and then go, it's not freedoms. <laughs> take take the S off the end. It's just no, freedom. Man, they One freedom. They wanted to keep them in That's why they wouldn't let them learn to read. You know yeah, well, I'm just saying, man. It's fucked up that... It wasn't a couple that was just like, hey, man, don't talk like it's not odd. You know and there actually was people that probably corrected it, but they, they, those were the slaves that they kind of put in the inner circle, but just nobody knew they were smart slaves. Yeah, the light skinned slaves. I mean, that's why when Justin, ah! when Justin comes in here, it's always very proper. It's always, and I can always understand everything that he's saying. <laughs> he, he always comes 15 minutes. Oh, how <laughs> <he's> <laughs> Always on time, never, never late, nigga. He's not late at all. <laughs> Well, it's not that he's 15 minutes early. It's that we're like late. 10 minutes late. Oh, okay. So, no, uh, he's less late than us. Okay. That's all it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I just thought that was funny because I was just like, that's fucked up that white people was joking on slaves and letting them talk like that. Cause you know, as soon as they left, they was like, listen to how he talks. Hold on, let me get him over here. Leroy! <laughs> Toby! Yes, yes, master. He did it on, he did it on Boardwalk Empire on Sunday. Yeah, hey man, but you know what I like about Boardwalk Empire though? There was a, um, there was this, they had this thing before Boardwalk Empire that's like Atlantic City, original city of sin or something like that. And it's like a documentary. And one of these, there was a black dude there who worked in Atlantic City when he was younger. And he was talking real proper, man. And I was like, you know, that's cool because that whenever they show movies and shows from that era, they always make the black people talk like uh, the chick from fucking Gone with the Wind. Like every time, every black person ah, talks slave. Ah, yeah. Man, man. So, yeah. <laughs> so it was cool to see this brother be like, yeah, man, I actually, I talk proper back then. I talk proper right now. I, it wasn't as bad as Hollywood makes it seem. But, um, alright, man. So, oh, yeah. Can I interject? Mm-hmm. It's somebody that's on our, they friends with our mutual friend on Facebook. Right. And they got some other friends and they pictures, they got blackface on. Who? What? Who? I put it on Twitter, but you know. Call them out. Call them out. I had that many followers. So Adam you know. Adam son. <laughs> you gotta say their name. Who is it? Tim Johnson. Adam <laughs> Um, 
the white female mutual friend that we have. A white female mutual. They the black guy. That they's a black dude. Yes. That don't really help. They, they was at. You know who it is. I'm not calling her names. Teresa. But oh. <laughs> if you looked at her picture photos, she got pictures of her and her friends. Oh, on Facebook. And the friends got blackface on them. Yeah, man, that is foul. But I mean, you know Teresa, man. I don't know. Anyway, I you know well her. I was like, oh, I'm shocked she even was at a party like that. Cause normally she outspoken about I'm not, everything. She, man, she's still from Ohio. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they and did the, burn the jerseys. Yeah, in, in Ohio, they ain't got no black people, man. Like, Mo was the only nigga over there, man. Who's the black people? Listen, I'm with, I'm with um, four of these pictures. Okay. All right, well. My bad. All off top. We was talking about. Yeah, Justin be just coming in with his own itinerary. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's my show! <laughs> I, saw, I, saw, uh, I saw a tweet by, by my man Mark Lamont Hill, who's kind of a famous pundit. And he goes on and, you know, he talks different shows, drops knowledge. But it was a tweet that said, hey, I'm going to be on such and such show debating with Ann Coulter for an hour. Check me out. And I immediately unfollowed him because it was it made me sad to realize, like, he just a hustler on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I get, I'm not trying to knock nobody food out their mouth. But it's two things that I really have a problem thinking of as strictly hustling, and that's religion and politics. Like, yep. whenever I see somebody that's just hustling that, it's like it's so dirty to me. And it's like, even if you hustling for the good guys, like, if there's, if it's just really about promoting yourself and getting your name out there, then, then I can't really support it, man. Like, I can only support that with shit that don't matter, like sports. But if it's, <laughs> but if it's some shit that can, like, literally affect lives and change minds, <laughs> Why would you go on TV just to be like, I'm on the other side? And it's not even like any disrespect to him, because I think he's actually a very respectable dude. It's the fact that he had Ann Coulter. Yeah, that's what I was going And I was for. like, I would not promote that. I would just say I'm going on TV. Yeah. I would not even say this bitch's name. I have no respect for her. Yeah, because it's like, <laughs> as soon as you say Ann Coulter, you just lose all credibility, because it's like arguing with a wall. It's like... Yeah, it's such a hustle. I mean, and she's one of those people that you know is doing it for the hustle. Yeah. Because she's the cat that always one-ups people. It's like, yeah, man, you know, the military really does uh, fight for our rights and our freedoms, and they deserve to be taken care of when they get back to the country. And then she has to come on and say some shit like, yeah, except for the gay ones. I mean, they could die and they families. I don't give a fuck. You know, it's like, why? Why do you have to be extra? And then say, God bless America at the end. Yeah. It's like she purposely is just trying to promote her own name. So it's like, if, and it's like I said, there's no disrespect to Martin Lamont Hill, man. He's got to make his paper and shit. I get that. But like, if you call me and told me, hey, respectable person that has uh, integrity, we want you to come on TV and argue with the clown for an hour. I'll be like, man, go fuck yourself. <laughs> have some respect for me. Why am I going to argue with the brick wall, bitch, when I actually have real opinions that I believe? I'm not just going on there you know, to be insulted by this whore. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt his credibility, but hey, I guess he's at the point where he's like, look, I'm just trying to get the paper. Yeah, I guess. Especially when he said for an hour. Not that, yeah. Not, yeah. Not that That's we the have whole a specific shuttle. topic to. Yeah. Like, I, like, I want to counteract what she's been saying about this one particular thing. Yeah. Yeah, just I'm going to talk to crazy for an hour. Check me out. No, that's like saying I will not watch this. That's, shit. that's like saying, hey, yo, check me out. I'm gonna be on the bad girls. <laughs> <laughs> Very special episode. I'm, holl- I'm hollering at Eric, dog. I'm gonna be on there. 
Um, alright, man. So, uh, we left Time Warner Cable this, this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moody U verse. Oh. And, uh, Time Warner Cable called me from their retention department. Was they like, called? It was like talking to an ex girlfriend or something. Like, oh, <laughs> did, Time did we got do something? Sad. It was like, did we do something wrong? <laughs> How can we get back and make it right again? Oh. And I was like, look, man, I just left, man. You know, things was, they, we haven't been talking for a while, Time Warner. I mean, When's the last time that we really sat down and got to know each other? You ain't never called, asked how my day was. You know what I'm saying? Just like, increase the rates every year by five dollars. Yeah. For every service. <laughs> like, but, but one thing I can say, Time Warner is an ex-girlfriend because we were having problems with the U-verse, so we went and temporarily got some stuff when we did the show with you. With yeah. They like immediately almost dropped the cost in half, right yes. on the spot. She was like, Oh, um. We have this where it's, you know, $29.99 for World Runner for one year. We was like, well, we won't be on the contract. She was like, no, you don't have to be on the contract. I was like, dang. Yeah, see, it was like, it was like when you tell your girl, like, look, I got a new girl. I'm moving on. She's like, you know what? I just feel like sucking some dick for no reason. Just <laughs> yeah. right now, immediately, I need to suck a dick. I don't even care if you can leave. I don't give a fuck. We're like, <laughs> that's what I'm the ex. She was like... <laughs> She was like, I was like, look, we don't need to mess around because the shit isn't going to end well. You're going to catch feelings. She's like, oh, no, it's nothing about emotions or feelings. I just yeah. want to have sex. I was like, sure. uh, yeah. There's nothing. I'm telling yeah. you, the best salesman in the world is a single woman. You damn <laughs> right. If you can if you, if you bottle that shit up, man, I'm telling you, dude, you can sell so much of any product. If you could bottle the hustle of a single woman, like a single woman will have you believe in shit that's impossible. Like, no, man, she told me, man, she fucks and she don't even have feelings. Like, ever. And she, she told me the other day she's never cried or smiled. It's just, she's like a fucking machine. Except for what her football team was. Yeah. <laughs> she, said, she said she loved football so much that she don't even talk during the games. She just want to be there and watch. She just want to be there and cook for me. And yeah. she can name two players on the yeah. team. <laughs> She just said all she does is give blowjobs and cook during halftime, and then she just goes up and goes to sleep. It's amazing. you like, dude, don't go over there. Don't, don't go over there. there. That shit is not going down. That's not the average woman. Next no. thing you know, you going to church on Sunday like, ain't just a bitch. Can't even watch the game. Speaking of football, Vic got the number one selling jersey again. I ain't surprised, though. He earned it. He earned yeah, it. He he it. He earned it. First they hate me, then they love me, then they hate me again. Man, I'm talking about Vic is going to be the Kobe Bryant of football. He's going to come back and, well, he already came back and everybody loves him now, so he's going to completely forget what yeah. he got in trouble A lot of people him. keep saying Kobe and Vic, but they situations are way The only reason I said that is because <laughs> motherfuckers hated Kobe. They still hate Kobe. Oh, yeah. They yeah, still I mean, hate Kobe. Yeah. A lot of people do, yeah. but Kobe, Kobe's back on his shit and he's got the a lot thing, of fans. The difference between Kobe and Vic is that Kobe is the best in the game won championships again. Because yeah. on the low, until he won that last ring, people were still, I mean, the last two rings, people were still hating and then he won that, he won that, the second, especially the second ring, they was like, fuck. All right, man, you cool again. But they still hate him. But um, with Vic, man, I think it's different because we want to like Vic. You know what I'm saying? Especially black people, yeah, we want right. to like Vic. They had no problem with him. Yeah. they don't look at his crime, what he did. Right. Like, it's that no, bad. Like, he went to jail for that, like, like he, he couldn't pay a fine and that's it. That's some bullshit. Yeah. He was like, that's some bullshit. Fuck the police. Fuck the jail. <laughs> Alright man, um I think the difference between also is that when Kobe was accused, the more the shit came out, we was like, this nigga didn't even do that shit. 
With, with Vic, the more shit came out, he was like, ooh. <laughs> I think he might have did this. Um, <laughs> He's like, yo, they, they wrapping around his house. This ain't good. I was on Twitter and I said, feta cheese is underrated cheese. Yes, it is. And I like, cheese. two or three niggas hit me back like, nah, man, it's overrated. Or, nah, man, it ain't even, you got to do this, that, and that. And I was like, Twitter got to be the only place well, it's literally a nigga that has the opposite opinion on everything. A nigga waiting to argue. No matter how trivial the <laughs> shit is, it is a nigga out there. I'm talking about B Driller and Terra <laughs> and Love. Adam and Gapham, son. I'm not afraid. They like they they straight up was like, nah, fuck that, man. Feta cheese ball. Feta cheese, man. I'm obviously making an offhanded remark. There's no way to quantify underrated or overrated cheese. <laughs> you know, personally, I like pepper jack. <laughs> Feta cheese don't milk. Like, we're going to sit down and have a debate. Like, no, we'll see. You got to realize. What kind of crumbles do you get? We'll no see. Batter. See, feta is finely aged. You're, you're, not, e- you're not eating good feta, yeah. of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. You're eating that cheap shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, speaking of food, man, the cafeteria downstairs. I've been... Try not to go there, so I bring my food to yeah. work now. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if they just know that people is kind of like trying to get off of the calf or yeah, what. They know. Man, these niggas start baking cookies now, <laughs> and it fills up the entire building. <laughs> 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 yes. Dude, wow! And, and it be working. I'll be watching people like linger out, like, "Well, I guess I go get a cookie real quick." <laughs> That's like the the uh, the Krispy Kreme hot donuts now sound. Yeah. Dude, it's even you worse. You don't even want them. But it's it's even worse because the, the smell of chocolate chip cookies oh, does delicious. something to your brain. It is not. It's like pussy or something. It's, it's like food pussy. Just like, oh, it's free. It's, I need to go get some. You go down there and buy for a fucking cookie. No, you ain't even hungry. You just smell cookies. You go to the bathroom, cookies. Everywhere, cookies. It's ridiculous, man. You can be in there taking a shit thinking about cookies. That's ridiculous. As <laughs> soon as I wipe my ass, I'm gonna go get me a yeah, cup. Yeah, you like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need some milk. That two for three dollars, I'll be old that. Yeah, sitting on the toilet dipping cookies in milk. It's ridiculous, man. Damn, got me kind of hungry for some cookies. Exactly. Now. What if we was cooking? I had chocolate chip cookie incense. I had to stop that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We, we go out and buy some cookies. I brought cookies home like twice. I was like, I never brought cookies. And, and it would mess me up because I come home and I'd be like, you making cookies? He like, no, thank you. Damn it, it's the missus again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's do some news for you. Oh, what's going on with that? Uh, there's a lawyer that's suing his ex-firm for naked male retreat. Um, oh. Apparently, in the pictures of three men with their backs to the camera, with no clothes on. Yeah, but Ass geez. out. Hmm. Uh, worst back mountain shit. Yeah, it was like, yeah, you think Eddie Long might want to, this might be the retreat <laughs> they was going on. Wow. Uh, but uh, yeah, all right. So, a man is suing his former employer for sexual harassment and breach of contract after he refused to attend an office retreat that involved naked men. Steve Eggleston alleged that he alleged that he read websites that suggested that the all-male weekend could involve an activity where naked participants passed a wooden phallus around in a circle, described as and described as sexual experiences to each other. Reported the ABA Journal. At a job. Yeah, like is this the retreats that our managers used to go on and didn't tell us about? No wonder all our managers was white men, because no brother would go for this. No. <laughs> That's probably who's suing. Well, you saw that last name of the person who's suing. Eggleston? Yeah, he definitely is. Yeah, that's a white dude. Okay. Um, he's not Chinese, I'll tell you that much. Oh, Karen up here. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Eggleston, a former partner at uh, California law firm Bisner Chase, 
told a U.S. court that his boss, Brian Chase, allegedly became extremely hostile and tried to bully him into going on the retreat. <laughs> wow. Wow. He turned into Brantois Dyson on that. Because <laughs> you know why? Because then he's the only one that's not gay in office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is literally all in or nobody in. Because I'm like, look. Eight of us can't go in the night and stay here and don't get naked. We all got to see each other's dick or none of us sees each other's dick. And this is, this is going to fuck up the office. The power structure will change. Like we, we need to have something on you, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, you got to go and you got to pose with a sexy picture. Yeah, they got to take a picture of you. Like, Come on, let me get your ass. This is going in the vault. Yes. This is going in the vault. Finally, you can make partner. You can never leave. Or like, no, nigga, you can't quit. And no, I'm not giving you a right. He claimed the firm also cut his monthly play pay from $15,000 a month to $10,000 and then stopped paying him altogether in the months that followed. How the hell you just not gonna pay somebody? <laughs> How you gonna really not pay me because I wouldn't let you see my name? a lawyer, that like yeah. Because didn't you say he a lawyer? Yeah. So what you think he not gonna sue? Yeah. <laughs> this is the dumbest shit ever. That's like, hey, look, we a law firm. You can't beat all of us. He's like, yes, I can. I have your naked pictures. <laughs> you don't have Watch mine. Watch me. <laughs> Business Chase is all, is also suing Mr. Eggleston for legal fees. It claims he owes the company from cases he took when he left. Mr. Chase said employees were not required to attend the retreat run by a nonprofit organization, Man- the Mankind Project. <laughs> wow. And called the lawsuit a shakedown of the firm. Wait, well, like so, a manhood. So project. the government is paying <laughs> for this homoerotic retreat. <laughs> well, it's a nonprofit organization. So Which normally funded by government funds. Well, technically it means they ain't gotta pay taxes. So Take that how you want, but <laughs> these dudes go in the woods, get naked, tax free. That's that is a little shady. Wow. The new warrior training adventure. <laughs> <laughs> the new warriors, right? Wow, what a name! It's right. described on its website as a modern male initiation and self examination. First of all, first of all. You Maybe can't just you can't just throw warrior in there and act, and act <laughs> like it ain't like, gay. Yeah, it's manly now. Yeah, it sound like the dude from um, the Buddha from, warrior. Yeah, <laughs> sound like my dude from Hot Club. <laughs> I'm a warrior. He like, dude, you know you talking about raping dudes, right? You talking about taking somebody's eight on Virginia? It's I'm different. a warrior. Wait, it's different because they did use warrior though. Yeah, you have to respect warrior. that terminology. And then to talk about is modern male initiation and self examination. <laughs> What kind of self-examining is y'all doing with each other naked? In I don't. Woods. I don't need that kind of examination. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't call. To yourself. <laughs> we look a little more than turn it and call it. They were like, "Hey, it's a bend over." Spread your cheeks. They were pulling out Eddie Long Bible verses. So, so stretch and oh, flex. <laughs> we believe that men have important work to accomplish in helping one another learn to trust each other. <laughs> the work we do is about helping men into a healthy and mature sense of masculinity. Nudity at the retreat is not required, but the vast majority of men choose to participate. As new participation is never sexual, says the website. Word. So then why you Folks gotta do it? Butt naked ain't yeah. sexual. What the, what the fuck is getting naked having to do with male bonding? See, that's the trick no. I use. All I'm saying is, I don't feel closer to a dude the less clothes we have on. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've never been in a situation where I was like, you know, man. I ain't really like that dude, but then we got naked together. And no, we like, we like I trust him now. 
feel like, man, that, me and that dude was beefing, but he took his shirt off, and I was like, well, he might be cool. Yeah. <laughs> then he took his pants, so I was like, oh, that's my nigga. Yeah. So I had to take mine off, too. Yeah. You remember when you dipped your head in the water? <laughs> When I'm trying to trick Karen into getting in the bed, like, no, <laughs> if you want to get naked, that just makes us closer together. It doesn't mean anything <laughs> sexual is about to happen. Be like, baby, I don't want anything to come in between us. Yeah. <laughs> Can a man touch a woman without Can it having a man to be sex <laughs> all the time? A man just wants to hold his wife. Yes. <laughs> if he happens to get a wreck, that is just part of what God wanted. <laughs> Don't um, worry, baby. It's natural. <laughs> <laughs> All natural. All right, so pumpkin patch for kids next to strip club. Outrageous neighbors. Wow. Kansas City, Missouri. I was like, is this in New York? <laughs> it's the time of year for the pumpkin patches and haunted houses. But the neighbors, the neighbors complain about one new Halloween festival because they believe it could be dangerous for children. In South Kansas City, neighbors are outraged that a children's pumpkin patch would set up right next to an adult nightclub. They want the city to shut down the pumpkin patch, but that doesn't appear likely. The corner known as Knobtown. Wow. <laughs> what that, name? That is where I would like my strip club to be. I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't know, man. Like I would like to get like my a, knob over there. No, that sounds like a strip club full of dudes, man. Oh like, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's terrible. <laughs> like, yeah, let's go to Knobtown. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's an all male strip club. Is this club. the same place where the ten year olds get um Brazilian waxes? Yeah. <laughs> no, this is the place where the men go on their retreats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, with the pumpkins. Yeah, the warriors. Ah. The warriors. The new warriors was over here. Is it me or are straight people starting to become outnumbered? Yeah. <laughs> I think we are. I, I feel like we're becoming extinct. <laughs> um, in the, uh, let's see. Uh, the uh, corner known as Knob Town now has been called is now called Spooky Town, a haunted house in a fun town, a pumpkin patch with games and rides for kids. Owner Michelle Brown says it's family fun. I want children. We love ch- kids. I want children. We love kids, and a pumpkin patch is all about having kids around. But a nearby resident is outraged because Fun Town is right next door to the adult nightclub Pure, which is a which is in a building that has been a strip joint for decades. I mean, they cross the street from each other. I don't understand. That's an Eddie yeah. Long quote. And on top of that, why is children picking pumpkins at one or two o'clock in the morning? Maybe I'm the only one. Yeah, confused. they have like the strip club is gonna be open the whole time that. Well, actually, no. Uh, if there's a fun town carnival, that's probably open at night. Because, yeah. I mean, when else the kids going to get scared? The middle of the day, you take your kid out there at night, drop them off, head to the strip club, come back and get them in a couple of hours. Everything works I'm out. Super ah. there. Yeah. yeah, both of y'all got glitter on. You go home to your wife. Nobody got to know shit. Ah. There's probably somebody whose lap dance was cut short who complained. Yeah, that's what it is, man. My hey, lap dance is only two and a half minutes. But a nearby, but near, ah. a nearby resident is outraged because Fun Town is right next door to the adult. Oh, I'll say that. You don't have adult night. You don't have adult entertainment and put a children's play area for one month or five weeks out of the year, and it be okay. Says neighbor Wanda Bure, the damn hater. Brown says pumpkin ah. patch is completely separate, with a nine foot chain link fence and a trailer that shields part of the view. That's acceptable. That's enough for me. 
there. I mean, what the fuck? Well, no. Do the kids even know link, what's going on in no, the other building? A chain link like fence it. ain't exactly opaque. I mean, you can see straight through that shit. They got a trailer over there, and you. That's the other thing I hate about how people treat strip clubs and the fucking porn shops. You know what I mean? Laws there are where you gotta have the windows tinted, you can't yeah. see in, you gotta have the door a certain way, you know when people park in the back. Are y'all really gonna act like if a kid sees the building on the outside, they're gonna be like, oh, that means fucking is in there. And I can see it if I look hard enough. Yeah, because even as an adult, you'll drive past it and be like, wait, what, what building was that? Yeah. Is that new? Is that You know what I mean? Strip clubs in my life, I've driven by and didn't know they were strip clubs Hell for yeah. years. You'd be like, yeah, man, that strip club over off uh, Old Palm Village. Like, no, ain't no strip club over there. It's next to the Quiznos. Man, I go to that Quiznos every day. But I thought that was just an abandoned building. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like anybody's at it in the middle of the day. It's right. yeah. I thought they were selling drugs out of there. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Brown says the pumpkin patch is completely separated. Okay, the fence. She, uh, she's part of the family that owns the bar and the pumpkin patch land. Nobody even knows that's really, truly a strip bar, says Brown. She's upset we even asked about it. They're completely safe. It has nothing to do with Pure. This is its own entity, and I had not one person concerned or worried about this weekend. So the other thing is, are they going to say, like, who are they blaming for this? Are they saying they shouldn't have the pumpkin patch over there? That's what I was saying. It's kind of like they're getting on the strip club. But you can't get on the strip club. Yeah, Yeah, the strip club been there. Yeah, Yeah, every time I'm moving the pumpkin patch. And what do they think? Oh, that's right, because the parents dropping their kids off. So, of course, the kids going to wander to where they having sex at. (laughs) That's what's natural. Yes, and you can't trust strip club patrons because they all rape kids. That's what they do. Exactly. They're not coming there for grown women. I like people of the church. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Melissa Ford. um, Who's fine as fuck. She is fine. She she had an interview and she was dropping some some knowledge. Um, She said, right now, Essence has on the cover... Three of the most most gorgeous black men ever created on the face of the fucking earth. They have Blair Underwood, who has always done it for me. Boris Kojo, who's Kojo. Def- Kojo? Kojo. I don't know that nigga name. Whose definition in the dictionary is fine. And then they have Lance Gross, Chocolatey Loveliness. And you know how they, you know what they fucking have the nerve to have as the fucking title of the cover? How to keep a black, how to keep black men happy and faithful. And faithful? How dare you? It makes me fucking sick. It's like saying, women, take note. How to keep your black men healthy and keep them from straying from you. Because it's your fault. And black women wrote this wrote this to their fucking counterparts. As if to say, if he strays, it's your fucking fault. You didn't cook enough. You didn't blow him enough. You didn't fuck him enough. You didn't do enough to keep your fucking man healthy or faithful. Oh my fucking God. And that's why she's single. <laughs> nah, I'm with her, man. I agree. Yeah. That makes sense. A lot of women do blame themselves. A lot of times, like, you just got a trifling nigga. And you should. Look, I'm just saying, dude. And you should. <laughs> like, we, we pass on the responsibility a lot of times in the black community to where it's like, no, the default mode for a dude is to be cheating on this woman. Mm, like, exactly. man, just don't even get with that chick, man. Just I mean, what? I, what? I sit at home all day while you're working. You expect for me to want another woman? I, I mean, that's ludicrous. I know what you mean, man. Like, eventually you will run out of PlayStation games. And it's like, what do I do after I have finally beat the last level of God of War? Exactly. But, I mean, I'm not. Nah, I can gonna... only go to the gym and play ball so much during the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, I mean, while you at work. While women, I mean, if the woman going to work all day, it's, what do you expect me to do? I'm not watching the kids. Modern Warfare, they, they better go to daycare. Modern Warfare 2 <laughs> saved my marriage. 
Cause I could go online and play all day. Was, I didn't have to cheat. Nah, I, I'm with her though, man. That is a terrible message to be sending to all the people that read your magazine. How to keep your man faithful to you because he gonna cheat. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much saying if you don't do this, your man will cheat and you will lose him. Yeah, and there's a lot of dudes that hold that like over women's heads too. Like as part of a power trip where it's like if I hold the cheating card over your head all the time, I can always make you act right. And then whenever I'm irresponsible, I just put that shit on some shit you didn't do. Yeah, because you can, you can't just turn everything into like. So uh, why is you cheating? You ain't do the dishes today. <laughs> it was the that to slap you. Yeah. <laughs> um, then she go home. She also talks shit about Naomi Campbell, but I don't care about that. Uh, <laughs> porn star shopping alleged takes uh, alleged Tiger Woods sex tape to uh, Vivi. Uh, Tiger Woods porn star mistress. Yeah, they get all the sex tape. They do. Oh, they yeah. run the sex but, tape. But the thing yeah, is, is, is it, it doesn't seem like Vivid went after it. It sounds like she's trying to sell it to Vivid. Yeah. No, good and well. They they that's, infamous for putting out all the tapes. Vivid get just go straight to Vivid. Yeah, I don't understand yeah. why the distribution. I don't understand how it works if Tiger Woods doesn't sign off on it. That's right. Like how does it work? Y'all know. The same thing that happened with Kim Kardashian is they uh, she sued. But then they paid her five million dollars. So See, the thing with Kim Kardashian is, I believe she wanted that out. Yeah, she, she did. But, yeah. I, but I think I'm, that was like an elaborate, just like the sex doll thing, where it's like I didn't really have anything to do with this. Whoops. Whoops. What will happen is they'll put the shit out. The Tiger will sue. They'll pay him ten million dollars, but they'll make twenty off of it. So they're like, "Well, fuck it. We'll take the lawsuit. We'll make more money off." See, of they fucking with the wrong one. Yeah, Tiger 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 no, but fight them. no, but the thing is, Tiger, Tiger, Tiger need that money because his wife took all this shit. Tiger still, first of all, half a half a billion is a billion, yeah. but she didn't even take half. That's a that's a big mis- that's a that's a big uh, that's a big misconception. She didn't even take half. He basically yeah, wrote a hundred million dollar check and was like, "Don't tell nobody I'm busy." And then she took it and left, and he still got how much left. Yeah. He didn't say it that much. Nice. He said, "Get the fuck out of my face." Yeah. No. <laughs> nah. He was that shook nigga, by the that end. That nigga was like, "Look, please don't tell." Yeah. Me. I lost some respect. I'm trying to make He was shook money. by the end. Like if he would have handled it like a G from the beginning, like, "Yes, I fuck bitches. I'm Tiger Woods." <laughs> Now calm down and get your ass back in the kitchen. No, That's how I thought he was gonna handle it. You know what? I ain't, I ain't mad at him. If he would have done that side, shit, if he would have done that shit, he'd have been broke. Yeah, but he at least would have been G about it. I thought he was gonna just come in and be like, I'm a black man. It's your responsibility to keep me faithful. I'll be a billion dollar simp, man. Fuck you. He wouldn't have been broke. Cause he, with the attitude, he would have still been winning golf tournaments. Yeah, see, and he, he would have still been had on the He would have still had Nike. Cause he'd be like, "Fuck you, nah, Nike, nah. going nowhere. Well, I got this." Yeah, nah, stay nah, right nah. here. Stay right here with Papa. Yep, right. they did Nike stay with him. Dropped, nah, they stayed with him. But hey, the other thing too is though, and none of us can really is. attest to this because I don't think any of us had this happen, but. Getting hit in the face with a golf club <laughs> might change your perspective on the gangster a little bit. Like, like you might not be able to, you can't go in the house and regulate after that shit. You probably was, like, if you, that's like when they say you fall off a horse, you gotta get right back on. Like he, once he fell off that horse, he must have took a few days himself and he was like, I ain't getting back Now let me ask you, we, we definitely do not condone violence or ever hitting a female. Yeah. But in the situation where a woman hitting you with a golf club. Punch you in the fucking face. Do you, <laughs> do you ever be like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I got to defend myself on this one. <laughs> right, this is, this is, or do you continue to try and run like no, he no, did? No, no, no. This, man, he, was in a, he was in a safe, big ass Escalade. Yeah. And still. But he was on that ambient too. 
the uh, white red to that uh, that that fire hydrant. The way I look at it is, if my life is in danger, whether you're a man or a woman, you gonna get it. <laughs> and this is Will. You here's, this Will saying that. Here's the problem. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> here's, the, here's the problem with this choice. One, there's nothing worse than being a man. And national TV, everybody knows you got your ass whooped by a woman. Yep. Except, except beating up a woman. So like, you gonna catch it one way or the other. If you beat her ass. Then it's like, uh, okay, then it's okay. like, it's, man, you beat women. But no. if, you, if you don't beat her ass, then it's like, man, you get beat up by women. No, man, I'm not talking. There's about, no way to come back from that. I'm not talking about Chris Brown and her. Now, and he, I ain't biting no fingers. And man, it don't matter. Shit. The paper is not gonna read. The second you, it's not gonna. The title of the, I guarantee you, the title of the article would not say, "Will hit his wife one time." She was coming at him. No, the title of that is gonna be like. Will assaults wife. And it's going to be the same to everybody. Like, damn, he beats his wife. It's, it's a, it's the accusation is worse than the actual shit that happens. Shit. I got to live, dog. I I'm not, I'm not. Somebody like I said, coming I at me. A golf club can do some damage, A golf club, a golf club can do some damage, so. Oh, it did some damage. He was laying in the street snoring. He's still not, he's still not hitting the Every time you swing, you hear that sound. Oh, what was that? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was back in the house. Um, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> according to uh, according to Devin James or Devon James, how you pronounce it, the tape is 62 minutes long and 37 minutes of us of it is us having sex. What the fuck is the other time? Here's what I don't understand about these fucking sex tapes. Can we just edit out everything that's not fucking <laughs> all the time? I tried to watch Kim Kardashian tape, man. I gotta listen to Ray J talk about shit. They hanging out. I don't give a fuck about your vacation. It's like, yeah, we're at the beach now. Get to fucking. I don't watch regular porn like this. No. I'll be like, I wonder if Justin Slayer and Piggy gonna talk before a while and take a walk I on fucking, the beach. I fucking personally hate porn where there's a long ass setup. Yes. Just walk in the room, ah. get naked, and start fucking. Do they not watch the Jersey Shore? Apparently not, man. But uh, I was gonna do some more of this shit, but we actually getting close to having to do this shit with uh, Chris. We're gonna be on the Sandy Report um, tonight. So in closing. Ontario's trying to legalize prostitution. Oh, Canada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> British, British people is having midlife crisis. They get sad. Some niggas at Rutgers, Rutgers University apparently <laughs> secretly taped their roommate having sex. Oh. And uh, now they get in trouble. Uh, I mean, college has been doing that for years. Yes. <laughs> uh, apparently, our statistics on animals that are extinct is wrong because there's a third of extinct protocol animals that are still on the earth right now. What are they hiding? Because we can, we can go taste them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's the first thing I thought was, ooh, my chance to eat uh, an acapaki. <laughs> mm, and the good part, too. It's kind of like a zero and a horse and some shit. I, and an I, I thought it was like a little dog with some socks on. This shit look like a deer. I do like got socks on, dog. Yeah, it's like a deer with uh, legs. Yeah, it look like one of them little white people that dressed up their pet. I want to eat this shit. Um, there's apparently there's a homophobic bakery that sells uh that won't make rainbow cupcakes for, <laughs> for gay customers. Wow, what's wrong with rainbow cupcakes? I like cupcakes. Uh, Indianapolis bakery is under fire from the gay and lesbian community over a choice not to serve a diversity group. A campus organization said it was denied service, and it, it was becoming a flashpoint in fight in a fight for equal rights. 
this is what they are after. A multicolored cupcake to celebrate the National Coming Out Day next month. A rainbow confection to honor the diversity of the campus of UIPUI or IUPUI, UIPUI. But uh, the students had the order had the order placed at Just Cookies and was told no. We're we're right on the cusp of being equal with anyone else. I don't know why they would why they would do that," said the student Shan Parker. These people don't want to make money. Ain't money green? Really though. The student's partner and close friend are both troubled by the refusal. They believe it shows Indianapolis has a ways to go to embrace the gay and lo- lesbian community. They weren't asking to petition for anything. They were just ordering cupcakes for an event. That's what I'm saying. Um. Let's see. Fox Sport, uh, 59 went to City Market to get the business side of the story. Just cookies. But we didn't get just one version of what happened. Look around. We don't have cupcakes, said the owner, Lily Stockton. Stockton said she talked to someone who did ask for rainbow cookies, but couldn't accommodate the order. Uh, I don't have enough colors to do that. Not enough colors. Not because you didn't like what they stood for. She didn't tell me what it was for. Then we walked to her husband, David, who gradually made it clear that there was an earlier order, and yes, the customer was refused. I explained we're a family-run business. We have two young, impressionable daughters, and we thought maybe it was not best. It was best not to do that. Uh, so hopefully, uh, their daughters turn out to be gay. Uh, values no, is the same. <laughs> values is the same word used in the other argument. I just hope that what comes out of this is that there's some dialogue and discussion that that we value in our community and how we share those values and how we interact with our community members. Here's all I got to say about this. You a grown ass man that makes cookies and cupcakes for a living. You already have gay. Make the fucking cupcakes for the dude. You ain't never met nobody that's hard and like, yes son, I will fuck you up. Hold on man, what you do for a living? I make cookies and cakes, nigga. You want some of this pastry bag, dog? (laughs) (laughs) I put the frosting on your ass, nigga, keep talking. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> <laughs> that shit in my Riley voice. That shit is fucking gay. <laughs> so apparently, um, the, and the last story is, uh, this dude got denied a loan, and um, he freaked the fuck out. Mr. Hope was supporting was supported by other local business owners as he built uh, two. Four, well, an eight foot and a four foot wall by four foot wall in front of a branch at Barclays and Burning Mouth. Mr. Hope used breeze blocks and posters to obstruct the main door of the bank, which he claimed is treating him unfairly during the economic downturn. The 59 year old, whose protest has been widely publicized in the area, said the banks are stifling stifling economic recovery by not lending to businesses. Enough is enough. (laughs) <laughs> the wall was taken down after police threatened to arrest the protester. However, Mr. Hope says his views on the bank lending policies have not changed. He's vowed to continue fighting the case. So, so he got denied for a loan, so he went and bricked bought, up the fucking yeah, bank. Yeah, this ain't had no money, so he went and bought bricks and mortar. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if I was these dudes, I'd give him a loan now. Because he showed some gumption, and he's shown that some he is crazy to get shit done. When he puts his mind on He shows some crazy. He showed too that he's gonna follow somebody home and next yes. thing you know, they gonna be they think gonna be tied around brick. <laughs> he's gonna, gonna break, a, he gonna break somebody up in their own house. <laughs> like should have gave me that loan, nigga. No. Mm-mm. How did he do that and they not escape? That's what I was gonna do. How did he do that and they not arrest him? Police come get them. Cause he, 
Yeah, but dog, if I saw somebody out there breaking the storefront, I would not go out there and stop her. I'm like, y'all got another exit. I'm yeah. saying, like, do you not call the police when you start laying the first two bricks? Yeah. I'm like, hold on. It's crazy because apparently he had his whole little crew of business people out there cheering him on. Like, yeah, break that shit up. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the mom helping him. Yeah. Alright man, so this has been another episode of the Black Out Tips Podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter, I'm at Riders Prime. I'm Say Dad again, that as in D-A-T. And I'm Mr. Montgomery, Mr. Underscore Montgomery. And Jay White for you too. Uh, the number four, letter U, and the number two. And um, also, you know, go to the blog, go to the blackouttips.com, uh, go to Facebook, go to iTunes, and go to Podomatic, search for the Blackout Tips. Leave us a comment. Um, you can donate on the right-hand side of the blog or the Podomatic page. Uh, we take PayPal. Just go ahead and throw a couple dollars in there. Keep the show going. And uh, we're also making the show a smaller download for people. Um, but the file should that have the same quality. It just won't take up as much room on your phone or your MP3 player. Yeah, remember the BlackBerry, the BBM, whatever that is. Yeah, and uh, Blackberries now have a podcasting app. So you can actually go to, I think it's just called the podcast app. Download that from your store and uh, follow me on Twitter and just I, I put out the RSS feed and all you have to do is copy and paste it right into there. You'll get the new episodes as soon as they're released um, and you know you'll be able to follow the show. Don't forget you can leave us a voicemail 704-557-0186 and we answer those on Saturday. So um, and uh, coming up Sunday we should have uh, the player hater. On our podcast as a guest. Ooh, yeah, good shit, fun. man. Good shit. So, uh, I, everybody should be looking forward to that one. Yeah. Uh, I, my goal is to not talk about relationships at all. Because <laughs> I don't know shit else about the player hater, man. <laughs> this nigga never talk about nothing but relationships. Like, what does this nigga think about sports and life and shit? Like, uh, but anyway. I heard a lot. Nah, he don't believe in drama. He don't get hurt. But um, and then like I said, we're about to do a podcast in seven minutes with my man Chris from the Insanity Check podcast. So uh, let me kick these niggas out my house, and uh, we'll get back at y'all next time. Till then, love you. Yeah, you too. Mwah. Peace out. Holla.